Hey guys, what's up? It's Lisa, and you're listening to What's Next with Lisa. Today is Monday, November 29th, 2021, and we are entering week three of my little informal book club that I wanted to do. If you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you know that I have a book out, and paperback version is available this Wednesday, December 1st. Um, E-reader version is already available on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and search. It's going to be great and it should pop right up. Um, The Audible's also out. So I'm super excited about that. That is out and ready to go if you prefer to listen. So things are kind of coming along and what I really wanted to do here was kind of go through each chapter talk about them a little bit more in depth, talk about, you know, why I wrote each chapter, why I think it's important, and then talk about um, the assignment at the end of each chapter. So at the end of each chapter of the book, there's an assignment um, that I want everybody to focus on and work through because I think that reading about these things, it gives you, you know, information to think about. But I think actually working the problem gives you a solution or something tangible to hold on to, to move forward, to try to implement um, in your life. And that is what's going to feel good, is starting to make those positive changes. And remember that change doesn't always feel super comfortable or natural or great. A lot of times it's uncomfortable because you're trying something new. And that doesn't mean that you can't tweak it along the way and say, "Mm, well, it might feel better to do it this way, right? The goal, though, is to make sure that the changes are going in a healthy, positive way. So discomfort doesn't always mean bad. Um, It means trusting yourself and knowing that making a healthier choice, making a choice that chooses you, uh, that's becoming of your worth, that might feel uncomfortable if you're not used to choosing you, but it's going to be worth it. So chapter three, let's chat about it. Um... Chapter three, the title is, What is a Mistake if Not an Opportunity? And I start off by telling you all that mistakes are inevitable. And we've all heard the term that nobody is perfect. And that statement is in fact true. In life, when we make a mistake, we have two choices, shame and blame, or to get curious about yourself and others. Curiosity means that you are open to asking yourself why you did something rather than just shaming and beating yourself up for it. And I think, honestly, that's one of the most important takeaways from chapter three is that curiosity component, meaning that you're at a crossroads. When you do something that is a mistake or doesn't feel like you made the right choice, or you messed something up, or you're just human, and that's inevitable. And it can be little things. It can be little day-to-day tasks. It can also be really big things, relationships, marriages, um, jobs, careers, moves, like all the things, right? You immediately put yourself in the position of being at a fork in the road. And one fork, if you, you know, one turn that you can make is shame and blame. So beating yourself up, emotionally abusing yourself, um, staying stuck deep down in that place of like, oh, why did you do this? You know, and kind of beating yourself up for it to hold yourself accountable. The other way that I want you to challenge yourself to start to choose is curiosity. 
And curiosity means that rather than just jumping to that, ugh, we messed up, shame and blame, beat yourself up for it, that's how I'm going to hold myself accountable, you get curious and you soften your approach and you say, okay, why did I do that? What tools didn't I have to make a better choice? How can I have compassion for the version of me that made this choice? And when I can have compassion for the version of me that made this choice, I can soften my approach, which opens my clarity, right? My clarity regarding how I want to move forward, why I made certain choices, how certain patterns got ingrained, what I've been through. And you can choose how you want to better tackle that. And curiosity means you start to question yourself and not in a, you know, a negative like, why'd you do that? I can't believe you. It's more of a, okay, why did we do that? Why did we think that that was the best choice? Or did we think, was it like an autopilot thing where we're just so used to doing that and now all of a sudden that doesn't feel good? Um, And so it's important to slow the dialogue down. It's important to slow it down and start to say, why did I think there was a good payoff in, in that choice of what I was doing? Maybe it was talking to someone that you know you shouldn't, an ex or somebody that's toxic, right? Um, and those are the moments in life where you're at that crossroads to start to get curious and say, I'm going to get accountable through compassion. I'm going to get accountable through questioning myself and saying, what would have felt better? How could I have done that better? Accountability means taking ownership of your part in the problem, right? And meeting yourself with compassion as you do. And you guys have heard me say a million times. You can blame people for a lot of things in this world, but you are 100% accountable for what you choose to do with them. And so how you enact that accountability is so important. The shame and blame keeps you stuck. It keeps you stuck and it's heavy and it's not productive. The curiosity component is what's going to propel you forward. So, and I say on page 56 that, Accountability means taking ownership of your part in the problem. It means being responsible for yourself and being mindful of those around you. Meeting yourself with curiosity and compassion after a mistake allows you the traction to move forward using that experience as knowledge to change the things you do and better yourself. Shaming only puts a heavier pressure on you that disconnects you from your worth and value. So rather than expelling that energy out, right, and saying, well, that person is this and this person did that and I was hoping for a different outcome, I want you to turn that energy inward and say, why did we choose to engage that? Why did we choose to speak to somebody that we knew was toxic and couldn't meet our needs? Why did we choose to, whatever, binge eat, emotionally eat? Um, not work out for three weeks, all the things that we perceive as negative, right? Why? What were we needing? What got us to that place where we thought that would have been a good choice? And when you can pinpoint it, you can start to say, okay, now I have to have compassion or I get to have, I should say, I get to have compassion for that version of me that made that choice. And that is huge. Compassion and curiosity. I want those to be your buzzwords of the week. 
compassion for your struggle, compassion for your story, compassion for the version of you that made a choice that wasn't good, but then curiosity regarding why. Why did I think that was a good idea? What need was I trying to get met? When you can pinpoint the need you were trying to get met, what you can then do is start to problem solve and say, how could I have get how could I have gotten that need met in a healthier way? How could I have maybe validated myself? How could I maybe have invested in other things or other people, right? And what you're going to realize is that when you make the commitment to understand and know yourself, that's the thing, like those are, what's going to happen is the things that may have seemed like um, red flags before or like warning signs before, they're now going to be deal breakers, Because when you can commit to understanding and knowing yourself, you're going to give yourself the clarity to know what you should invest in, what you should be doing, and who you should be doing it with. It's going to get really crystal clear. So red flags, things that like maybe we kind of like pontificate on, like, "Mm, is that a big deal? That's going to start to be just, you're just going to know like, oh no, that's a deal breaker. This person talked to me like this. This person can't commit this person is disrespectful that's not a red flag that's going to be a deal breaker because you've taken the time to really go inward and get to know yourself and that's huge and so that's really like I think the overarching theme of chapter three is it's about taking things and going inward to learn about yourself so you know how you want to engage the world and engage with others and so I posed a question to everybody on Instagram, I think last week, and I said, what are you most afraid of if you're, if it turns out you're not perfect? Are you afraid of other people not liking you or are you afraid of you not liking you? And an overwhelming amount of you said, I'm afraid of me not liking me. And that's really telling because you're the first one that needs to create an environment of love and compassion and acceptance for your story and your struggle. And if you can't give that gift to yourself, it's a really difficult thing to expect other people to give it to you as well, because that's external and that's fleeting and that's not a way to feel at home or at peace with yourself. And I want you to remember that Again, you can't give what you don't have either. So if you're not living from a place of love and compassion and acceptance for your story, you're going to have a really hard time accepting other people, whether that's good or bad, right? Because there can be somebody who's maybe toxic, right? Not healthy for you. And you continue to go back and engage with that person. And until you've actually given love and compassion to yourself, you're going to continue to go back and expect different things from other people because you can't accept what other people are until you accept what you are. And just because somebody's toxic or, you know, not a great fit for you doesn't necessarily make them a bad person, but it certainly makes them somebody that you don't need to invest in. And that becomes crystal clear when you strengthen the connection that comes from a place of love, curiosity, compassion, all those words that I've been using with yourself. And I give the example in a book or in the book about um, a client that came into my office working on her anxiety and how 
We worked and worked, and really what she came in for was a symptom of a much bigger problem underneath. And I talk in the book about how we got to that bigger problem underneath that really shifted her mindset regarding how she was engaging now in her adult life. And um, it's probably one of the most, I think, rewarding client experiences I've had because to be able to uncover your why and to get curious about why you behave the way you do now, you really do have to look back and ask yourself, wait a minute, when did this start? And what's the issue? Because the stuff happening now are kind of like topics, right? They're surface level things. This issue and this pattern was ingrained um, really in her childhood um, in early 20s. And so I talk about how we got to the bottom of that. And how mistakes that she made as a human really snowballed into this pattern of shame before she even realized what was happening. And when we could understand why she made the choices she made, it gave her and us working together the information that we needed to go inward and to go bigger with her. And it's not about... um, It's not about erasing those mistakes, right? It's not about just pretending like those things didn't happen or blaming other people for them, right? It was about forgiving herself and giving herself a soft place to land and then jump from again to change future choices. And on page 66, I write that most mistakes in life happen on a smaller scale and they happen every day. Sometimes they are mindless slips when there's too much on your plate or sometimes they are just choices you make that you thought were either the right ones at the time or could be soon. Either way, the process is the same for moving through them. Meet yourself with compassion. Ask yourself why. Learn from them and let them go. Mistakes don't define you in a negative light unless you let them. I'm going to read that one again. Mistakes don't define you in a negative light unless you let them. They have an opportunity to define you in a positive, empowered light if you drop the need to be perfect and adopt the honor of being human. And that's it, my friends. Like, we all have the honor of being human. We all have basic needs and wants, and we want to be happy and find love and, you know, good jobs and. You know, we all, I think a lot of us, we have more in common than we think. And we're all just out here doing the best that we can. So the sooner we adopt that honor of being human and understanding that it's not a perfect road, I think that's when you can soften your approach to your your approach to yourself enough to say, mm, what can I learn from this to move forward? And, you know, it's you're going to have times in life where you're disappointed in yourself when things don't work out. And that's just another indicator to be accountable, to move through something and to move forward. You're going to be angry. You're going to be embarrassed and confused, but you've got to challenge yourself to not stay stuck there. And when you stay in one place while life continues to happen around you, it just pushes you further down in a place you can't get out of. And all the good stuff keeps happening around you. You're just missing it. Um, so you're much more in charge, I think, than a lot of us give ourselves credit for. And that's really what I want you to start thinking about in chapter three. And the assignment that, um, 
I give in chapter three is a journal assignment. And it really talks about ways to soften your approach to yourself, releasing the tension from your body, looking back at the younger version of you, that version that maybe there's some room for compassion for. And I give you some um, steps to throughout your journaling to start to reframe our mistakes, to decode them, to get to the bottom of them and to use them to move forward, to not punish yourself. And so, you know, you've got to remind yourself that it's okay to be human. You don't have to be perfect to be worthy. Um, We're all learning, you know, and we aren't accountable for other people, but we are certainly accountable for our, how we show up our delivery, um, how we talk to people, how we treat ourselves, how we treat other people, right? So we hold a lot more power, I think, than we even give ourselves credit for. So that's chapter three. Um, I want to know what you guys think. I've been getting some really great feedback and I appreciate all of you so much. I'm, I welcome your feedback. I want to know, you know, what kinds of things are you struggling with? Let's do a podcast about it. Um, Let's get to the bottom of things. And um, I appreciate all of you. And you are seriously the best part of my days, mostly. Um, It's just really been a humbling, rewarding thing to know that, you know, I feel like I get so much from my podcast listeners and my clients and my social media followers. I get so much from you. You're such a gift. Um, thank you for that. And so let me know what you think. Email me at what's next with Lisa at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at what's next with Lisa. You can also find me on Twitter. What's next with Lisa. And then I've got a Facebook page out uh, for the book. It's called, it's going to be great. It's fine. I'm fine. So you can um, follow me on Facebook as well um, or just email me. You can, um, yeah, and like I said, I want to know what you're thinking and I want to be able to help. So I hope that this book is, you know, something that you can think about, you can use as sort of like a workbook to start getting self-aware and thinking about how you want to navigate the world in a way that feels empowered. So thank you guys for listening. That's chapter three. Um, Chapter four is called Why Me? And um, I talk in chapter four about boundaries, cultivating a relationship with your self-worth, you know, learning to get accountable for things. So that's coming up next week, chapter four. So I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Um, remember that today is a perfect day to ask yourselves, what's next? See ya.